Welcome to a very special episode of The Land End Show. This is our special conference day recording, brought to you live at the LDS Conference Center in downtown Salt Lake City. Thank you for joining us today for The Land End Show. The Land End Show. Isn't it about time? Time you listened to us. Time you cherished us. Time you laughed with us. Time you cried with us. We have all these times here at the Land End Show, and we hope you hold them dear to your hearts. Because you must know, we do to ours. It's a very tearful, very emotional day here at the Land End Show. But we're glad you could make it. This time only happens twice a year. Technically, it's not supposed to be till October. But you know what? We're God-fearing rebels. And this is how we do at the Land End Show. So thank you for joining us this most beloved day. God has a favorite day. And today, not only does he rest, but he listens to the Land End Show. Welcome to the Land End Show, a very special show today, brought to you live inside the LDS Conference Center. Yes, sir. Happy uh, pre-conference day, Dan. Well, yeah, no, we were just we were just talking to uh, to uh, Gordon B, right? Or what was his name? No, no, he has deceased. Oh, what was he that guy's is name? deceased rather. What was that guy's name? That was just a that name? would be President Thomas S. Monson oh, to yeah. you. Okay, yeah. Well. His suit doesn't fit. No, and if you guys saw the Relief Society meeting last night, that's very or, evident. Apparently, he's been losing weight. Or and his suit just wanted to swallow him. It could be. Yeah, maybe it was hungry. I never know. Yeah. Um, but we want to hear from you, ladies. How did you like that Relief Society meeting? How I, nuts was that? Did you listen to the whole thing, or just no, just not part? the whole thing. I listened to almost the whole thing. Did you? Yeah. What'd you think? Well, it. I don't want to get into it. I, I don't I even know, know if I'm do. supposed to talk about. It. Are we even supposed to watch it? Us priesthood priesthood holders. Us priesthood holders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. In fact, they are uh, broadcasting and doing online the priesthood session. What does that mean? That means uh, every conference Saturday there's a priesthood session. Mm -hmm. uh only you know for us priesthood holders yeah by the way women it's kind of like it's not happening for you guys it's kind of like don't get your hopes up dear widow weekend right kind of (laughs) it's the same thing right yeah but uh anyway so usually you have to go to your church or um a local ward house but now they're broadcasting it 
and putting it on the internet for everyone to we see. We did that. That's fine. That's fine and dandy that they finally figured that out. But we did that at the Land Dance Show months and months ago. Yes, we did. Hey, They're we're here a year plus later. Yeah, and Joey Diaz does that every single day. So why yes, is this? He does. Why is this news? I well, it's because it's the first time. Why? I don't know. Why is it the first time that they're late online? on trends? Yeah. If you haven't noticed, they didn't let black people hold the priesthood until 1978. <laughs> so they're not exactly current with all okay. the goings on of society. True. Okay. I'll take it. But uh, yeah. They just found the internet. Yeah. And they that were like, "What if? It. What if we could put video on the internet <laughs> live?" That could be. What if? All, all opposed. <laughs> <laughs> all in favor. Oh fuck! Did they have? Did they do that at your ward? Did oh, yeah. they say all in did favor? Did you ever raise your hand to oppose somebody you didn't? No, know? I thought about it. I've never seen that happen in real life, oh. but my dad told me he had. I have never seen it. I've heard of it, um, happening, but I main most of the time people just don't raise their hand and then, just talk to and the bishop later. later. Yeah, because they don't want to be singled out, but. I thought it would be funny to just do it to somebody. Did you do it? No, but what if you, like, if you did, do they ask you to stand up? Please state your reason. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do they, like, call you out or what? That's why I never did it. You have to go before a church jury right there. Yeah, right there in front of everybody. Yeah, I wonder if you have to sign on the Book of Mormon. You swear before a Book of Mormon. No? I don't know. No. You I already know it. it's true. Why do you, you know, why bother, really? Right. Huh. It's true. Good question, huh. but we got others. Yep. But we're very excited this pre-conference Sunday, the Lord's Day, yep. as Joey Diaz would say. Yes, sir. And uh, I've been listening to him a lot more recently. I kind of have fell, you. I fell off. I've I've been off for a while. I fell off, and now I'm back into it. I'm you're back, back? just it. like Mace. You fell off, and now you're back. Yep. Guess who was? <laughs> yep. You know, um, you know who was on last week on the 25th Wednesday, the 25th. Who? It was Ari Shafir. Oh, was he we the amazing racist? Yeah, we were talking about him last week or two uh -huh. weeks ago since last week I was in the hospital. Okay, tell me what was going on, by the way. Why were you in the hospital? Well, I woke up and my knee was like two or three times as big as it's supposed to be. Okay. Couldn't walk, couldn't stand up, couldn't put pressure on it, couldn't really do anything except for keep it straight couldn't even bend it ridiculous so i uh, got a ride over to the hospital which is one is about eight feet away literally it's one house i'm one house away from the hospital so so did you need a ride really i, even? I got a ride because i couldn't walk oh yeah okay yeah i was like i should have just called the er hey can you bring Pick me, me up can you bring me a wheelchair yeah what did you like the people that smoke at the hospital smoke right out in front of my house that's i mean that's how close i am they send them out in front of my house. They're like, go, sm <laughs> go smoke in front of Dan's house because we don't want to be on property. But um, Do you now, see a lot of doctors smoking? No, but I, I don't want to get off track here, but there That's are right. like s there's surgeons or people in the surgic surgical getup. You know how they have like the full mask and the hairnet and the full bodysuit for surgery? Yeah. There's people out there dressed like that. Smoking. Smoking. So well, they can't do it while they're operating on you. Well, they can't. They'll get ash inside your bones or something. Yeah. Ash in your bones. Yeah. Um. No, but so to be get back on track here. Uh, I woke up. The knee was bad. Knee was all swollen. So I went in there. Was in there for like seven hours. 
they uh, numbed my knee and my leg and sucked out fluid, like a, I'd say like a, well uh, right here I got a super big gulp of Mountain Dew. They probably sucked out this much fluid, like uh. 30, thirty-two fluid ounces. Really? Of goo that was under my kneecap. How did it happen overnight? Don't know. Still don't know yet. Um, But this goo was under my kneecap. They just ram a shot under my kneecap and move it around to get it. It was horrible. It hurt really bad, even though it was numbed. But <sighs> to make things, uh, to finish it up here, you know, it's uh, I have a doctor's appointment with a rheumatologist. Okay. I think I have rheumatoid arthritis. Really? In your knee? In my knee. But I can't see a rheumatologist until fucking January is the next appointment. No way. Are you kidding really? me? Really? Fuck. January? Wow. So that's that's where I'm at with that situation. That well, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're better. <sighs> it's been a rough week. I'll tell you what. I'm glad you're sitting down here. Yep. I didn't think I was going to live there for a little bit. That's scary. They got me on. I don't know what this medicine is either that really just fucks me up. It's They have me on lower tab, which I know, you know, it's, it's like speed or something. I don't know. I'm not a doc. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. But they gave me this other one, and it's for swelling. But I was reading about it after I had these gnarly nightmares. Oh, like really? The craziest dreams and nightmares. And... I believe it. It freaks medicine fucks you up, but when I had surgery on my hand, they gave me some pills and that messed with my dreams. They were creepy. Yeah. Like uncomfortably awkward. Nuts. And yeah. Didn't like that. Didn't like that at all. Anyway, so these uh these pills I got online and looked up on WebMD about them. One of the symptoms is no pulse, <laughs> <laughs> or not the symptom, not the symptoms, be, but the, the be cause, okay. What is it called? What is it like? Not the symptoms. Side effects. Side effects. Yeah. Side effects may include no pulse, bleeding from the eyes, yeah, your liver coming up from your stomach yeah. when you puke. Yeah. What the fuck? Who would? Why didn't any? Like you think that should be discussed, right? Well, you should talk to your doctor That's about it say. before you start taking it. <laughs> Yeah, but you think that's like at the top of the list? Hey, you take this, you you might die. That's no, scary. Well, I mean, look at pill commercials now. the The greater half of the commercial is about the side effects. Part of it is old ladies walking happily through a field, and the rest of it is while they're in a field, they talk about the negative side effects. You know. Like, watch these people row and watch them rock climb <laughs> all while it's like, do not take Lutavir <laughs> if you're pregnant, nursing, under the age of 18, over the age of 21, or especially if you're over the age of 65. Yeah. Consult your doctor if you feel elevated blood pressure, blood coming out of your ears, eyes, or nostrils. If you vomited parts of your own liver, and it just goes on and on and on. I know. And it's, it's funny how they try to fill that 30-second commercial so they'll speed it up. Yeah. That's how it'll say it's a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, Lipitor. That's what comes Lipitor. to mind. Lipitor. That's the drug that comes to mind anytime I see a commercial. I always well, it's Lipitor. Speaking of commercial, coming up shortly on the show, we have a critically acclaimed musician whom we'll be interviewing uh, via satellite phone. He is in Australia. Okay. And uh, he's just released a critically acclaimed documentary as well as uh, an album that's performing very well both here and in Australia. His name is Michael Edser, a.k.a. Mick, a.k.a. Grayson, and we'll talk to him soon. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing when we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing when we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be carrying it right. Everybody will be dancing when we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be carrying it right. Everybody will be dancing when we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be carrying it right. Everybody will be dancing when we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be carrying it right. If you lose your way tonight, that's how you know the magic's right. Doing it right, everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be carrying it right. Everybody will be dancing when we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be carrying it right. Everybody will be dancing when we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be carrying it right. Everybody will be dancing when we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and
Welcome back to the Land End Show. What better to welcome you back than Tech Nine? Um, but uh, anyway, from the conference center. From the conference center. Hey. So this last week, there was the uh, terrorists inside the uh, mall in Kenya. Okay. Remember all that? Please tell me you heard about that. Yeah, I heard about it. No. Is that not nuts? People couldn't stop talking about it, and I was like, I, I don't care. They're <laughs> starving and dying anyway. Let them die faster. What's in the mall? Like, I didn't know they had malls Fucking there. sticks and shit. Just <laughs> Do they have different shaped sticks there at yeah. the different malls? Yeah. Like, they have... Like walking sticks and beating sticks and hunting sticks and that are throwing, sharpened, I'm sure. Sticks and finding sticks and dig, <laughs> digging sticks. There's a there's a there's a plethora. I'm sure of there is a plethora. Yeah. Um, but that is sad. I guess what happened there. And <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, That's crazy though. They collapsed the mall to get them. There were like a hundred plus people dead. I mean, they are Kenyans, but still, that's like, I don't know, 30 Americans. If you, I mean, I'm not good at math, but if yeah. you roughly do the math, if but you, that's, if you guess, it's like yeah, 30. if you're going to put a guess on it. No, that's crazy, though. Can you, well, I bring that up because uh, there was a guy in Salt Lake that was just arrested and the Church of Jesus Suited. Christ, yeah, is suing him. Because of his, but he, here's what I don't get. A, how can they sue him? He was talking to a mental health care professional. It's right. not like he went public with these threats. But he was saying he wanted to go to City Creek Mall, which is the new mall here in Salt Lake, yep. and kill as many people as possible. Yep. And what was the tie-in with his mother? I didn't even hear about his mom. I can't remember, but how crazy is that? You Do you think that could happen here? I mean, I a guess shooting? it could. Trolley yeah, why couldn't shooting? it? There was a trolley yeah, shooting. Yeah, but he was Bosnian, and yeah, I mean that was just a Wednesday for him. He, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it could. It could happen anywhere, really. But right, you can sue people for that because, really, I mean, I'm sure there's because why there, I'm sure there's hundreds of people that didn't go there that day and they lost business that much business that day. Or the next day. You're saying because of because the, of the bad, the bad press? Mm -hmm. It's called mm. defamation of character. But you can't do that. There is no defamation of character against a corporation. That's only in civil personal No, suits. that's definitely defamation of, defamation of character or whatever it would be. You're saying the equivalent for yeah. a corporation? Yeah, you can. that happens all the time because there's... 
There's people that will get fired from a company, say, and then talk shit on that company, and that company will sue you back. It's definitely against the law. That's why in radio, they fire you before you can go back on the air, because they don't want you to talk about the company. What? Like, if you work in radio and you get fired, uh-huh. you don't know a lot of times beforehand because they don't want you to get on the air. They just tell you when you get to work and they have a security person escort you with a box. I don't know from experience. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. Hypothetically. Why would somebody fire anybody and then let them stay there any longer? Well, I'm talking about the day of. Like, well, yeah, if that's I fire a good somebody, point, they're but... fucking gone right after that meeting's over. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. How many people have you fired ever? I've never fired anybody. No? No. Feels good. Well, let's see. No? It I've feels almost anybody. as good as when we were throwing water balloons in the police car. <laughs> that's how fucking Is good it for it my backyard? Yeah, that was for your backyard. <laughs> Was it was it water balloons or paintballs? I don't fucking know. Uh, it could have been either. I know that both of those have happened from there. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was water balloons with you and I. But yeah. all the, I don't know. It could have been paintballs, but I do remember the lady. Maybe it was snowballs because I just remember this lady cop looking over the fence saying, "Hey, do you remember that?" Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, that was uh, snowballs. I think balls. that was paintballs. Something. We were tossing paintballs. It's harmless. Let us throw shit at people. But she had said she just had her car washed. Yeah. And she wanted... And I remember... Take it she back was, to the fucking pig pen. When she was trying to bust us, uh, like, she sat us down in my backyard, which overlooked a major road. And uh, anyway, she asked for my phone number, and I tried to say it really, really fast. Like, just... <laughs> I don't know. I was young, and I didn't put a lot of thought into it, but just hoping she would, like, put a different phone number than uh, my she's own. She's like, fuck, I didn't catch it. I'll just write something. I'll yeah, but she ended up asking me, like, five times, and she told me this. Yeah, uh, yeah that was, uh, yeah, I do remember that. Absolutely. Are we on sap phone? We're on the sap phone here. We're coming in. And we're live with Michael Edser, a.k.a. Grayson, from halfway across the world. Even if it's not Australia, it's still Nashville, and that seems like not America. Michael Grayson, a.k.a. Mick, good day, mate, and how are you, a.k.a. Grayson, good day. Good day, man. How are you? Yes. A lot better now. How are you doing? Well, honestly, I don't know if your pro uh, program is pre-recorded, but I'm just enjoying some... Um an American pastime, and that is uh, watching what you guys call football on a lovely Sunday afternoon. Okay, what uh, what game are you watching? Well, we're gearing up for the Patriots. Um, I'm a gambling man, and um, I like to uh, put down some action, as you guys would call it. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping our New England pull through because I'm, uh, I'm at a bit of a shindig with a couple of guys from Boston. So they're uh, they're quite passionate when it comes to their football. Okay, well, that's good to hear. Well, I'm very glad uh, that you called in today. Um, for those of our listeners who, by the way, we have uh, listeners all around the world, including your motherland, Australia. Um, oh, wow. That's awesome, man. 
And by the way, what do you say to people when they ask if you're from Australia or New Zealand? Do you get mad when people say, are you from New Zealand? No, I don't get mad. It's it's more, I, I kind of get a little bit offended um, when, <laughs> uh, when people say, oh, you're from England or New Zealand. And I say, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm from Australia. And they say, oh, same thing. And I say, oh, yeah, just, yeah, I'm, I'm, you're from Canada then, right? And they say, yeah, yeah, same thing. good to hear. Now, uh, I know you're fresh on the uh, road of success. I want you to tell... Now, first of all, let me bring you in a little bit uh, and introduce you properly. Um, of course, you have been heard on the Landon Bent Show on KU Radio. Um, but I'm glad to welcome you back. Uh, we want to play, with your permission, of course, uh, one of your songs a little bit later. But before we get into that, we want to talk about your film, the documentary, um, uh, 66 Days on Route 66. Now, that's been uh, an official selection in more than one international film festival what can you tell us about that well the the actual reaction for the documentary has been mind-blowing to me uh it was something we shot just uh for promotional use really we didn't really actually think that it would get as far as it's got and uh it's been picked up by seven film festivals and it's recently won a gold award uh at a hollywood film festival and, and a little boy from um Katara growing up uh, in newcastle doesn't really have those kind of dreams uh, so uh, for that to happen, it's, it's it's kind of very unexpected, but also at the same time, it's awesome. Well, first of all, congratulations on the Gold Award. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, I sort of want to do an Australian accent with you. I don't know if I'm you ready. You can do an Australian accent. That, that's fine. Every, everywhere I go in America, people do American accents. I'm in Australian accents. <laughs> well, do they do them well? Ah, uh, some people are actually pretty good. I've got a buddy here with me. Um, actually, he does the worst Australian accent ever, um, but he has fun doing it. So it's it's often, <laughs> so it's often a lot of fun. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm gonna give it my best, uh, but I have to say really quick that my Australian accent is brought to you by Patagonia, introducing the Patagonia Men's Line Canvas Hoodie on sale for $169. Order it from the Landan Show for only $179. And uh, also free shipping on orders over $75 at patagonia.com. Okay, now we're ready for the Australian accent. Uh, Mick, I've got a friend here, and he's not Australian. He's from here. His name's Dan, and I want Dan. I want you to say hello. And sometimes it, it creeps into English, and I apologize. I feel <laughs> Same like thing. Same thing. with it, when we get Mick here talking, it it will get a little better. It's pretty good. You 
you want me you want me to do an Australian accent or do you want me to do an American accent? <laughs> I, I can't really do an American accent. It's pretty bad. Let's hear it. I bet you can try. I can try. Um, oh well. Um, hey boy, do you want to go squirrel hunting? <laughs> <laughs> do they have? How's that? Do they have squirrels in we, Australia? We actually do not. We do not have squirrels in Australia. Squirrels. Um, <laughs> I, I'll go outside and occasionally write a song in my backyard in Nashville, and uh, there'll be squirrels bouncing around from trees to tree, and I, I still don't really understand what they are. How do you like it in uh, Nashville down there? I feel like I found a home in Nashville. It's great. It's, uh, it's, it's an amazing music scene. You've got some great, uh, great players. Uh, and great people in general, and uh, the cost of living. It's like going back in a time machine to the 1970s. <laughs> well, you've certainly found a home with all the musical geniuses amongst yourself. And I apologise, I, I hear myself, and it gets in the English accent, and I really apologise for that. Can, can you can you say Vegemite for me? Say what? Vegemite. Do you know what Vegemite is? Vegemite? You don't know what Vegemite is. Vegemite is um. Vegemite, your damn business. <laughs> Vegemite is something that an Australian person will have for uh for for breakfast. It's it's like a a, a yeast extract, and we put it on our uh, toast. So I put some Vegemite on the toast. Oh man, my it's just getting worse. See, I haven't watched any Carl Stefanovich for a while. You actually sound like Osama bin Laden, your Australian accent. <laughs> but, hey, it was pretty good uh, last time you came into town and I had you on the show, right? It was it was pretty good, right? It was pretty good. Will you vouch for very... me, mate? I will vouch. I, will vouch I need you to vouch. I need you to certify that I've got something good there. But sometimes it just gets all reversed and I can't do anything about it. Well, the problem is, uh, uh, like what you just did then, your accent was good for half of it, and then all of a sudden you sort of started talking like David Beckham in an English accent. It, it's, uh, it's no good. I know, you, mate. You've got to stick to the Vegemite. i gotta, I got to have some Vegemite for breakfast. <laughs> I'm telling you, mate. Um, okay, I, I might have to abandon the Australian, but I do want to hear more um, about you, though. Are you loving uh, Nashville? And tell me what else, what are you, how do you have the energy to go uh, tour everywhere? I saw on Facebook uh, you were at a bar somewhere. Somebody gave you an Australian flag. I do feel like that's somewhat treasonous. Why did they have that in America? But I felt no, that was no, cool. not at all. No, I, I, I turned up to a gig in uh, Bellevue, which is a, yeah. a lovely suburb of Nashville, and uh, a lady was in the crowd who happened to be an, an Australian, so she went home and come back for my last step and brought me a flag and took a photo, and uh, that, that made it to Facebook. It was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, what's been your favorite part? Obviously, besides uh, seeing Brian Freitas myself. Why you've been here in America? What do you love most about it here, and what do you miss most about your village in Australia? 
one of the best things about America is um, how friendly the people are. I think Americans get a bad rap, um, un- unfortunately, when they get around Europe. But as far as Australians are concerned, and I'm obviously Australian, uh, I think the American people are so friendly to- towards Australians and very accommodating. And um, it's actually it's a great country to be Australian in because people want to know you, people want to listen to your music, and um, feel very accepted. So it- it's great. Good job, America. Thank you. And see, I think we welcome you because you're white still, and we think the accent is entertaining. Uh, I, th- I think um, Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> a, a couple of the fosters, that definitely helped. Do you ever say, do you ever go on a walkabout? Or pe- um, Do the, they really the, say the walk, that? The, walk, the walkabout is kind of like the... The, the Native Americans, uh, when they go on an epiphany, they have an epiphany. Um, I've, I'm not Aboriginal, so I've never really gone walk about, but it's a saying that's used a lot when you can't find one of your friends in a pub and you're all out having a beer. You, can say, <laughs> you know, John, John has gone walk about, mate. You, okay. you don't know where they are, you know. So, well, that's uh, great. So I guess I do occasionally go walk about, but um, I'm hard to find some nights when I go out. And, I can um, imagine. Brian Frady's, um, can um, actually vouch for that. <laughs> After a point or two. All right, that was bad. I'm sorry. Of, I'm abandoning the Australian accent. That was bad. A couple of sherbets at the pub. Yes. And if you're just joining us here, which is really impossible since this is a podcast, uh, but I would like to reiterate that we are here with Mick Etzer, a.k.a. Grayson, winner of the Gold Award for 66 Days on Route 66. Who <laughs> we got in the background there? That's my mate. That's my mate, Dan. Dan Sale. Hey, Dan. Huh? What's, what's crack-a-lackin', Dan? Oh, not much. How you doing? Good, man. Good. <laughs> um... Mick, I'd also like to compliment you on superseding Billy Ray Cyrus on the charts for your song, <laughs> You and America, which I feel like that song was built for me. It's, uh, it's, an, amazing, it's an amazing start to the radio campaign. Um, my album comes out in the next couple of weeks, all depending on when iTunes pulls their finger out. They're, they're kind of a little bit retarded when it's, or I shouldn't say that word, a little bit slack when it comes to um, actually putting up your music on time. So I'm not actually sure on the date. It's, it's meant to be next week. But the single came out last week, and uh, I've got a great radio team in Nashville uh, promoting the single. And it went to radio last week. Um, and out of all the new singles distributed in Country Music America, it was the third most downloaded and played single in the country. So, uh, you know, if nothing else happens for me in America, that's still going to be something that's going to be amazing on my bio until I die. It's, it's, it's an amazing feeling to actually make a chart in this great country. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked, man. It's amazing. Well, good. I'm stoked for you. That's very cool. And you know what? You deserve it. You have some sweet tunes. I still have the CD that you gave me when you came here. The first time, or I don't know, actually, was that even your first time last time when you appeared on the Land of Ben Show on KU Radio? Was that, that your was first that time the, in Utah? That was the second time I'd been to Salt Lake City. The first time was in 2010. So it seems to be a place that I get to every couple of years. And um, I think uh, next year I will definitely make my presence felt. Uh, I've got a big... Big radio interview, a uh, big radio um, tour starting on the 14th of October, and I'll do 100 radio stations in a month. And 
then it's uh, I think it's festival time in Australia. I'm just still sort, sorting out some um, my program, and then uh, next year I'll be back. And you know, this year was an album year. Uh, next year will be a touring year and possibly another album. So it, it just depends on the scheduling. But uh, Utah is a is a, a very accommodating place. It's and, the, uh, place. the place. This is the back. place. I'm a bit, as as uh, many locals know, I'm a big uh, Salt Lake City Bees fan. So hopefully we'll be over <laughs> the summertime so I can come and see Bumble, a good mate of mine. <laughs> now, will you be here in time for conference, the LDS General Conference? It's only held twice a year, April and October. Uh, I, again, it all depends on scheduling, but if, if someone can make that happen, definitely I'll, I'll be there with bells on. Well, that's what I like to hear. Um, and I will, I will wear, well, uh, wear bells. So. <laughs> Good, you better wear bells. And I want to go I to will. another bees game with you, and meet Bumble. I'm a big fan, a big fan of the Salt Lake City bees. Um, I, I, I've been to a major league game, and um, it's a different atmosphere. It's more of a professional atmosphere. People are looking at each other and wondering whether they can cheer or not. At a Salt Lake City Bees game, you can cheer anytime you want, and it's accepted. So, um, and the minor leagues is, is my favorite. So. Do you have a favorite? Uh, what's your favorite sport to watch? Do they have sports in uh, in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> we, definitely, we definitely have sports in Australia. My, my game in the wintertime uh, is rugby league. It's not rugby. It's uh, it's it's a version of rugby that's played by people that are fit. Uh, it's an amazing game, and the finals are going on right now back home. And unfortunately, my team, the Newcastle Knights, just got knocked out of the finals last night. So, uh, they, they finished fourth for the season, which is an amazing effort because they were underdogs for the whole year. But um, I'm a big rugby league fan in the winter and summertime. I'm like any other Australian. I love to have a crack of cold beer and watch a game of cricket, which could go, depending on the form of the game, it could go full for one night, or it can go for five days. So um, it, 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 wow. it, it, we have great sport in Australia. No baseball, unfortunately. It's, it's not a huge, huge followed game. But uh, cricket cricket and surfing in the summertime, definitely. So cricket, I think somehow uh, there's an appeal in Australia for making a bat made out of shin guards and then throwing right? a tennis ball. Well, that's what... It seems to me, looking as an outsider, that's what cricket looks like, the bat made out of shin guards. Well, the bat's uh, made of uh, wood, and the ball is actually quite firm. Uh, I played cricket for uh, probably 15 years growing up, and uh, you you do not want to get hit by one of those balls coming at you off the bat. uh, You'll lose a fingernail straight away, or break a finger. It's... um, it doesn't look like a dangerous sport, but if you're in the wrong part of the field, which I was on a couple of occasions as a little fella, I got um, I, I got the the bad end of a stick literally a couple of times. Uh oh. Well, I actually yeah. did. I did see my Australian neighbor growing up. I had an Australian neighbor who would bust out his cricket bat or it. What's it called? Is it? It's not a bat, is it? Yeah, it's a cricket bat. Yeah. It is a bat. Okay. And he also taught me how to crack a bullwhip, which I believe I shared with you last time, but that is the truth. Well, I've never cracked a bullwhip. I can honestly say that. I'm not going to lie and tell you that. That's, that's, that's something you do in the countryside. Um, in the bush. I grew up in, New- in the bush, definitely. I grew up on, um, in Newcastle, which is 
like a big country town, but it's on the ocean. So everyone owns a surfboard and everyone owns a guitar. Um, I've never cracked a ball whip, uh, but it sounds like a lot of fun. It was way fun. And we hit it at his daughter, which he seemed okay with for some reason. Really? Okay. <laughs> he might, he, he might, his family might be from Tasmania. That may be. A, I'll have to ask him. Um, yeah, he will, he will know what it means. I, don't want to, I won't get into it on here, but if you if you refer to someone from being from Tasmania, it means that they like their cousins a little bit more than they should. <laughs> we'll leave it at that, right? Oh, that's funny. I will, uh, I'll bring that up with him. Um, well, Mick, I know you're a very busy man, and I'd like to uh, talk to you uh, later, but for now we have to cut it here. You know I love you. We're going to play your song, You in America, here. And everybody check out uh, Grayson. And where can people find your stuff, mate? Well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Reverb Nation. I think the Facebook page is, by every time you log on to Facebook, there's a different musician, uh, you know, spamming you in the face. It's kind of brutal every time you log on. Um, so I'm actually using Reverb Nation, which is a great site. Um, and every time I... Uh, get onto my website, uh, I can automatically update from Reverb Nation. So if you go to my Reverb Nation page, which is just uh, www.reverbnation backslash Grayson Music, uh, you can listen to songs for free, you can see where I'm playing, uh, you can find out all information, you can see music videos, everything, and that's kind of my main uh, site that I use now. I, I think Facebook's uh, just so saturated now, so uh, I try and stick to Reverb Nation. Well, excellent. I wish you all the best. Everyone, go out and buy the single You and America. It's sort of the theme song of my life, uh, but also my mates here as well. And the album Little Doors will be out sometime either next week or the week after, which is featuring 12 tracks. And on the album, it's myself, um, Taylor Swift's drummer, uh, we've got Garth Brooks, guitar player, who produced the album, and just a bunch of other crazy Nashville cats playing on the album. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 it's my best work to date, and uh, it, it's pretty exciting to be involved with it all. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Mick. Again, that's Grayson Little Doors, his album, coming out soon. Everybody check it out. Single, You and America. Mick, we love you. God bless America. Sort of bless Australia, and we will talk to you soon. <laughs> thanks for your time. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, mate. Thanks, buddy. Bye. From a different land With the shirt just on my back They say if you make it here You can make it anywhere And that's okay with me There's only one time There's only one time That you're meant to fall in love i
And what better way to segue into our Angry Reporter segment than talking to our good friend Mick Edser from Australia, currently living in Nashville, Tennessee. Everybody check him out, his single, You in America, his album, Little Doors, coming soon. And without any further ado, we bring to you the Angry Reporter. That was a haiku. A woman who's uncontrollable hippicking. <laughs> a woman who's uncontrollable hiccuping brought her national TV appearances was convicted of first degree murder. <laughs> Jennifer B. 22 was accused of masterminding a 2010 robbery, luring a man to an apartment supposedly to buy marijuana. Prosecutors allege she intended for Shannon Griffin. 22 to be robbed by her fucking boyfriend and another man! But Griffin struggled and was shot four times! She developed a case of the hiccups that wouldn't stop but since have. <laughs> oh, God. It's more like the super happy laughy to angry <laughs> reporter, huh? It's a hiccup. Hippa King or something. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that oh, is. That was great. Whatever, we're going to leave it. All right, good. I had a good time. <laughs> fuck it, we're doing it live. <laughs> good. Anyway, so, 
What else? Is there anything else new in the news? Anything other than the government getting shut down tonight? Oh, yeah, just that minor thing about <laughs> the United States government not having enough money to fucking operate. Yeah. Just that small little hiccup. Yeah. Hiccuping. Hiccuping. <laughs> yeah, what do you, I don't think anything will change. I don't think anything will change. I don't think anything will change, bro. <laughs> I don't think so, though. No, I don't. I don't think much is going to come out of it. All I do know is that um, the security here at the conference center is pretty pissed that we're yelling. I know they were a little pissed so about that and the whole F word thing. And yeah, <laughs> we better we better wrap it up we here. We better repent. <laughs> we better repent. Uh, did you want to? Um, you know, I I've been trying to get us out of here because they're kind of pressuring us to get. Get the fuck out of here. But there's one last thing that I wanted to do. Yeah, it's the road to repentance. How can you repent without singing first? Oh, I agree. I'm going to skip it forward just a little bit for everybody. So we don't have to listen to this. Drum shit. child of God and he has sent me here has given me an earthly home with parents kind and dear lead me, guide me walk beside me help me find the Someday. 
Celestial glory shall be mine if I can but endure. Thank you. It has been a very special conference Sunday. We'll see you later. I'm Morgan Freeman. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Land Jan Land Dan show. Land Dan and Jan. And Jan was here earlier. She was uh, working on the audio. Thank you for that, Jan. Uh, anyway, it's been a very lovely uh, pre-conference Land Dan show. Please come follow us on Facebook at The Land Dan Show and Twitter at Land Dan Show. You can also listen to the show at LandDanShow.com. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Thank you for making this podcast your favorite Sunday family home evening. And uh, basically, Brett!